PS4, 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 PS4. I'm, I don't have anything else to go for. Yeah, I mean, it would have been great if we practiced and I could and I harmonized or something. But I was like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Um, I, listen, I want to let people know real quick. Um, you know, AJ makes fun of me about my thumbnails all the time. But I just, I just want to show you guys. Oh, yeah. I, I said, I say, AJ, he why don't totally, you? You want to show them, hey, you totally stole my, my – you totally stole my thumbnail idea. This I is, should sue this, you. This is what AJ decided to use for the thumbnail. <laughs> that is I, a I great, said, you, is I said that... you make the thumbnail. And, 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 <laughs> and so I mean that's the hot topic. <laughs> PSVR two can play Xbox games. That's crazy. Who wouldn't want to know about that? I'm so done with you. <laughs> can we start the show, please? Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on PSVR without parole. It's got to be one of those days because we're doing this right now. And if you're watching us right now, not later right now, because some people are watching us later right now thinking, hey, he's talking to me. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to these people. These people. Down here. Down here. It's our time. Down here. But if you don't want to watch us live and you don't want to watch us uh, talk... (laughs) On stop for like an hour and a half straight. Uh, feel free to head on over and uh, check out our podcast version of the show over on uh, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or plenty of streaming services of your choice. My name is Brian Pop from this channel right here, PSVR without parole, and this guy over here to my right can't do this fucking thing without him. AJ from the Underground PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? You lovely bunch. I see you guys on fist bump to you. LMAO. Jason Ewing, Mick Coles, all of you guys, happy December 1st. I really hope this month goes out as we as we intended to. Uh, also, happy hump day, and I hope you guys are ready, because we're going to hump you full of all the PSVR goodness you can handle. Yes. I can't Get ready. <laughs> I can't handle it. There's so much goodness. <laughs> it's too good. It's too good. I can't handle it. It's too good. Hey, Tornado. I know. Hey, Tornado's butt. Thanks for, uh, for, for joining the show today. Uh, guys, a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure that if, you, uh, if you're not already a member of our Discord server, click the link in the description below. That's where these conversations happen 24-7. That is where giveaways happen. I swear I'm sending out those to the top copies this week or next week or at least the first month of next year. I promise you. Um, and uh, also, yeah, all sorts of good shit happens over there, guys. Um, so make sure you do that. Uh, if you don't already subscribe to the channel, do that. If you don't already subscribe to AJ's channel, make sure you do that. Uh, Professor Lilith is kicking off the show with a $5 tip saying this Sunday, another reason to join our Discord, December 5th, the multiplayer is Rush VR. Oh, I really need to make sure I get in on that. Currently, uh, it's only $6.24 in the United States. I guess it's on sale. Uh, Saying we meet up at 2 p.m. Eastern. Come fly down the mountains with us. Thank you, Professor Lilith, for uh, not only tipping, uh, but announcing and organizing the weekly multiplayer meetups. Remember, guys, if you want to get part of those multiplayer meetups, join us over on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, that's kind of it. I got nothing. I don't think we have any news to talk about. Do we? You want to talk about stuff? Dude. Are you kidding you, me? Have there you is seen, so much news. Did you watch 8-Bit Christmas yet? No, what's that? I, I, I forget what it's cool. on. I think it's on uh, maybe HBO Max or something. Um, but I watched it last night. It's a holiday movie, uh, brand new, starring Neil Patrick Harris, and it's all about the 8-bit Nintendo and how he got his first one. Um, it's, it's not like a true story. It's like a Christmas story. So. It's really good. I mean, it's like a lot of feels. They, they put some made-up games in there, yeah. but they also kick it off with like Paperboy, and, and there's a bunch of other games that you're familiar with in, the, in it. And it's actually it, – it, you know what? Do you remember how The Wizard felt like a 90-minute commercial for Super Mario Bros. 3? Yeah. This very sort much, of. This very and much Double Dragon like, in there. <laughs> true. And the Power Glove. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. 
<laughs> um, yeah, this, this very much somehow felt like a, a 90 minute commercial for the original NES. I'm like, this feels very weird, but I but I absolutely love it because I'm a retro gamer, big time. Um, and that's all I'll say about I, I retro games forward, for the rest of the show. I, I look for yeah. I was like, I look forward to all the PSVR uh, m- movies in the future. <sighs> a VR Christmas movie. They're, they're already in like Taco Bell commercials or something. There's like a there's a I saw one. I was after after seeing Ghostbusters in theaters. I went to a bar, and uh, on the TV they had like a I think it was Taco Bell, and there was like somebody wearing a headset in the commercial. Hmm. It's interesting. Oh, oh, and they were like Taco using Bell's doing more. They yeah, like they weren't even controllers using the right or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they weren't even using the right controller, but but hey, Taco Bell's promoting PSVR more than Sony right now, so go go get some Taco Bell. Oh, patience, my young friend. Patience. We are, <laughs> oh, we are moments away. I think I have proven news. that I can be patient. <laughs> I feel like I've trained you to be patient. <laughs> I feel like you were a wild, feral animal before you met me. And over the course of the last couple of years, I have slowly but surely trained you in the ways of patience. Ooh. Yeah, I can't, I can't train him, guys. I'm sorry. Certainly how much you pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. All right, you guys, uh, let's get the show started. Um, there's a lot of shit to talk about. Um, starting with, of course, uh, dude, tomorrow at noon, they finally released the time is when this thing is starting. Upload VR is going to be having their, uh, I guess, not annual, but, but it's certainly one of their showcases uh, featuring some new VR games and updates on games that we know about. AJ, what do you expect to see during the show tomorrow? Um, well, because Sony hasn't officially announced any the the official showcase yet, right. um, you know, I'm not expecting anything PSVR two. However, like like officially, but that's not entirely true because we back in April we announced the very we made the you made the very first PSVR two game announcement, which was Runner. By Truant Pixel. So a lot of these Pixel, games... Who's like DMing me right now. It's like, what's up, dude? I'll get to you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Truant Pixel? Love those guys. Um, Definitely. And uh, so this is the thing, though. We know that Fast Travel Games is going to be there. <laughs> and there's a lot of developers that... Um, we will see a lot of games that are going to be coming in 2022, 2023, maybe. And a lot of these are potentially PSVR 2 games in the future. So... Definitely want to be keeping our eye out and and seeing what these games are looking like, what these developers that we know uh, are going to be up to and uh, take some notes. Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very interesting because we are sort of like, you know, whether people are aware of it or not, we're in a very transitional period right now. You know, we're, to, we're coming to the tail end of the PSVR 1 lifespan. PSVR 2 hasn't even been shown off yet, but we're, you know, expecting to see that very soon. Um, but but it hasn't happened yet, so we don't – the floodgates for – PSVR 2 or potential PSVR 2 titles really isn't completely open yet. Anyone that's got like a severe, severe, it's terrible, I'm afflicted uh, affiliation with Sony has like really isn't saying anything. It's the people who are like, oh, we plan to make this game for PSVR 2, but you know, we don't have a dev kit or contacts with Sony or whatever. Like we just, that's our plan. And so we're gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of those. We're going to see a lot of quest games and I want people to like really temper their expectations. I don't want anyone going to this tomorrow being like coming out of it disappointed, being like, "Oh, we only saw like one or two PSVR games." I, yeah, just keep in mind that like this is, you know, we're in a transitional period, and some of these games will probably hit PSVR one. Some of them will probably hit PSVR two, uh, even if they're not announcing those things right now. Oh, yeah. and, we're, and we're streaming this, so you don't don't worry about going to upload or that IGN <laughs> place. Is it IGN dot cam? Uh, th- that's the website, right? Cam dot dot cam. Yeah. It was the worst joke ever. I don't know. I can't believe I ran with that. (laughs) IGN.cam. So uh, you can't spell ignorance without IGN.cam. It's, uh, yeah, you can watch it right here. We're going to stream it live uh, noon Eastern, uh, which means I got to get up earlier than usual. And and hopefully AJ will be here, but uh, we will see how that goes down. We shall see. We shall see. Looking forward to it. Yo, fast travel games. That's like the one thing we really know. A bunch of different devs have, I think, resolution games. A bunch of different devs said, hey, we're going to be there tomorrow, but we're not really sure what we're going to see from each one of them. Fast travel is the one I'm most curious about because that'll kind of c- confirm or deny, uh, you know, how important Wraith was to them in terms of being a big, uh, you know, their big focus for the last three or four years. 
Uh, the fastest Scotsman alive with the five quid says first donation. Hey, thank you so much. Just wanted to wish you a happy Wednesday. Oh yeah. Also, I managed to pick up a brand new PS5 from the PlayStation website. Lucky me. Oh man. Congrats, I've, man. I've experimented with the PlayStation website. I just ended up in queues for like three hours. Um, but that is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If anyone else picked up a PS5 recently, uh, let us know in the chat. We want to make sure. We want to see uh, who's getting these things. We know it's like still very difficult, but it is possible. It's getting more and more possible by the day. That was the original, like, hardest way to get one. Even though it was through Sony Direct, that's the that's the way that people struggled to get one the most. And then because um, that's where the majority of the people would flood to whenever whenever they became available. So I saw a lot of people getting them through, like, different other uh, outlets and apps and whatnot. Um, but it, but it sounds like they've been restocking regularly and, um, you know, we know they're still dealing with the pandemic, but, but there's definitely signs of, uh, more and more people getting them. Uh, people like, you know, uh, I heard recently like Diz and, uh, Voidcat and a bunch Reth. of other people and Reth. Yeah. Lots yeah. of people we know. I almost, I think more people I know have a PS five than they do a PS four at this point. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but for but most people we know are like you know hardcore members of the Discord uh, who were like were there for the initial announcement. We were able to get our pre-orders in, um, and people who are like literally anyone anyone who didn't get their pre-order in. These are the people who are going hard at it every day until they got one. Um, so yep. we get it, we get it. If you haven't gotten one, we get it. Nicole says PS5 was so last year. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm looking forward to the PS5 Pro. Thank you very much. Uh, AJ, moving on. Uh, What's our next Moving on. So last month, we got three bonus PlayStation VR games in the form of Until You Fall, mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, mm -hmm. this beauty of a game, and The Persistence. Uh, three awesome, awesome games. Top 25 games, if you will. And uh, we they uh, tweeted out that the next... Today, PlayStation tweeted out the next month's uh, lineup of games, and uh, but they also tagged it again and said, and don't forget, three bonus PSVR games are still available for members this month. Well, they have a picture of it, and if you examine closer, not only are the games uh, for the PS Plus bonus PSVR games available for this month, they're going to be available all the way until March 1st, of 2022 so pretty cool stuff um anybody if you have a friend i guess that that picks up um a psvr or whatever make sure they go and download these games they have until march 1st that's a long time to to pick these up that's a that's really cool uh, i think mark doust asked for a poll so i'm putting a poll up it is time for a poll. Let's find out what console you cats are playing on these days. We got the pro, we got the PS4, PS4 Pro, and the PlayStation Five. Um, again, keep in mind that these numbers will be skewed because you guys are the fucking hardest core of, uh, of, of PlayStation gamers out there. At least, and PSVR gamers, I think, are the people who want to be on like the cutting edge of shit, you know, and like and will be the early adopters for new hardware and new headsets. Um, AJ, mm. this is great news. Uh, for yep. for people, especially this holiday season, I think this is a really smart move for anyone getting a PlayStation VR one this holiday season. Mm -hmm. uh, also, any Plus members who are uh, who don't have PlayStation VR yet, even people who are waiting for PlayStation VR two, I feel like these people should be everybody should be adding these games to their library. And with any luck, PSVR two will be backwards compatibility. These games will get a PSVR two patch, and then at launch, you have three amazing games to play in your library. Um, so ninety-five dollars worth of PSVR games, and nice. they're kick-ass games. I think, which is even the more important part. They are kick-ass games. These are three of the best games in the PlayStation VR library, um, and uh, in, in these in these games really made the most sense too, because other games that we consider some of the best in the PSVR library were already free on Plus at random times. So this was sort of like, hey, you know, if you've had Plus for a long time, we're rewarding you yet again. This makes a lot of sense. Uh, so. Congrats to anybody who got these games for free, um, and uh, and if you're like the rest of us who who bought these games on day one, well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Speaking of cookies, Brian, Ooh, I like cookies. The holidays are near. Uh, we are. This is December first, man, and uh, oh, of course we're getting close to Christmas, and all uh, there's a lot of 
holiday-themed updates coming. And uh, you think it's too early to start celebrating Christmas or start decorating for Christmas in December? I don't think so. Listen to me. I don't think so. Listen to me when I tell you that <laughs> I leave the I leave the Halloween decorations up all year long. If they're not up by <laughs> if they're not up by yeah. June first, I've done something wrong. They usually come down at you know around April and they go back up around June. All right, Christmas. I think Christmas can kind of suck it. Like it, I'm just not a fan of. It's just it's just too fucking happy, man. I don't know. And so like I'm I'm like start start the caroling and start the Christmas music on the radio twenty four seven and start the Christmas decorations and the lights. I don't know, like a week before. <laughs> Take them down the day after. Yes, you, you, I'm you such a Grinch, man. Yeah. I'm such a Grinch. You really are. <laughs> oh, well, I have a feeling, uh, you know, very soon. I think once PSVR 2 gets announced officially or uh, or shown for the first time, revealed with some games, I think you'll, your heart will go th- grow three th- sizes. My heart. Uh, but anyways, man, Hitman 3 uh, has new seasonal content. Now, we just talked about Hitman 3 recently, and they were – uh, giving us a, t- a year two roadmap, and they had a bunch of stuff, um, a- including a, uh, a PC VR version and and lots of more content, additional story content, locations, it sounded like, all sorts of stuff planned that was really cool. Um, as everyone knows, the game was, as everyone should know by now, the game was very, very successful. 50 million players uh, reached. But before year two, they've got... A holiday season uh, 2021 wrap-up with new seasonal content called Holiday Hoarders. And they say, this is from the Hitman 3 IOI website, uh, Hitman 3 joins in on the festive fun and Holiday Hoarders makes it much-anticipated debut uh, starting on November 30th, uh, which was yesterday. Paris is all decked out, presents are scattered around the palace, and snow cannons are relentlessly spreading white joy. I love the sound of that. It's not all fun and games, though, because well-known thieves Harry and Marv are in town and stealing anything they can get their hands on. It's up to Agent 47 once again to save the holidays. His reward is the iconic Santa 47 suit. I want I want God Cannon to spread white joy. <laughs> Oh, whoa. <laughs> Here spread, it does, spread, man. The spread white PSVR joy <laughs> all over the screen. <laughs> oh, I don't think you want that. We've <laughs> gone off the rails officially. Um, so these, these are the Home Alone characters. Don't I already? Don't I already enough? These are the, these um, are the two uh, house in, home invaders from, from the original Home Alone. Yes, Harry and Marv from Home Alone. You get to take them out. Agent Forty Seven style. This is also <laughs> so a permanent. This is also a permanent addition to to Hitman Three. So, you know, you miss it during the holidays. No worries. You get to play it all through. You get to, it's permanent. I, I don't. I don't even know what to say about this. Like the Easter egg hunt was goofy. <clears throat> this is extremely goofy. But I think this could be extremely fun. The Easter egg hunt was like kind of, you know, whatever. Well, Mister Halloween, did you ever play the Halloween update? Because it kicked ass. I don't think so. What was the Halloween update? Remind me. It, um, I don't remember what it was called, but you ran around as like a, a guy, like Hitman with like a pumpkin on his head, and you're like this scary ass serial killer with a barbed wire baseball bat, and you had to pacify your targets with with the barbed wire baseball bat. And there was there's Halloween decorations everywhere. Also, a permanent upgrade. So let's say you're not a Christmas guy. Let's say you're you're a Grinch. You can go and play this. You can still go back and play the Halloween one. But no, really, you should check these out because here's the thing. And there's more to this. We're not even done with this yet. These environments that they do, the the way they have supported this game post-launch has actually been really, really awesome. Um, Hitman 3, in my opinion, is one of the best-looking VR games I've ever seen in my life. Stunning. And they decorate the hell out of these and put a lot of work into them. And they look gorgeous. And... I don't, and I think this will be no exception here. Yeah, yeah. Hitman Three is definitely one of the best looking PlayStation VR games. Uh, shockingly good looking. Uh, second only, possibly, to Resident Evil Seven. Uh, this is exciting news, man. It's exciting news for uh, for anyone who's uh, still playing this game or who needs an excuse to jump back in. Uh, I, I've had a hard time getting back to this game uh, for 
really any reason at all. I felt like once I beat the campaign and did the review, I was like, okay. I spent like quite a few hours in each of those levels, like playing and replaying them different ways. And then I finally got to the last level and I played that, replayed it a couple different ways. And I was like, I'm done. Um, but this, this is strange enough that I might have to jump in and play it. <laughs> I think I like this. Uh, by the way, uh, update on this poll, which I'm about to close, uh, 103 votes. 63% of you are playing on PlayStation 5. Uh, 20% are playing on, on the Pro and 17% on the PlayStation 4. So a majority... That's a, healthy, that's a healthy spread. Yeah, overwhelming majority of you guys are playing on PlayStation 5. Again, early adopters, we totally understand. Like, that is a, that, that is a skewed poll, um, but just proves that you guys are on top of your yeah. shit. And, that, and that, of yeah. course... That that same uh, that same percentage are the people who are going to be rushing out buying PSVR two in the first right. year. I'm sure, <clears throat> maybe even more. Right, right. The idea is to is to cut the cost in half of PSVR two by getting the PlayStation five out of the way, enjoying some of the benefits in the meantime. Like um, you know, uh, and then uh, but yeah, it'll be nice not having to drop what could be up to a thousand dollars next year or whenever the PSVR two releases. Um, all right. So, uh, in addition, we'll wrap this up real quick. In addition, there are new featured contracts that are coming. Uh, they're reactivating elusive targets, which are special missions. And then before the, uh, end of 2021, they have the Hokkaido snow festival, uh, which will also be a permanent addition. And they say, just like holiday hoarders before it, Hokkaido snow festival makes its debut in Hitman three and will be a permanent fixture for all owners. Throw snowballs, eliminate your target and unlock two winter themed items to your inventory, the snow festival suit and the ice pick. Um, so, and again, Hokkaido is another, it's a level from Hitman. Actually, what's funny, this is a, I think a level from Hitman one, um, and it's absolutely stunning, beautiful, beautiful uh, location. And now it's going to have all this like Christmassy lights and and really beautiful theme stuff too. So I was going to say, I can at the very least just go play it and walk around and look. And yeah, that location, the name of it sounds familiar. I think I have to see it for myself to remember which one it is. Um, it's I, the last location in Hitman One. Okay, I didn't beat Hitman One or Two, uh, but I played through most of them. Oh man, big big fan of those. Uh, so cool, man. Yeah. And, this, and so I, I know that maybe IO Interactive has gotten a little bit of flack for charging too much for their Seven Deadly Sins DLC, um, but I feel like they're kind of making up for it with with all this free DLC, don't you think? They, yeah, they give you a ton of free content as well, and that stuff is optional. Um, they are pretty cool, though. And uh, yeah, there's been plenty. There's between the content that's in the base game, the free content, there is a lot of stuff. So. Yep. It's hard to go through all of it, and this is just even more. Um, so this will be really cool. I don't think I don't think this uh, holiday stuff is paid either. Uh, I'm going to read the second tip first because it's on topic. Uh, Looper the Underground Game Cat with the five euros says holiday hoarders are great, but be warned that it has lighting issues in VR that make background buildings in that make the background buildings inadequately white for the nighttime. White. Okay, they'll fix that. They fix. shall fix it. That that was a problem. That was a little tiny visual bug in the uh, base game at launch, and they fixed it within like a day or two. Nice. Okay. Uh, and then the other tip was uh, Pimelsage. I hope I read that right. Uh, with the 45 Donkey Kong countries saying, assuming, PS- <laughs> assuming PSVR backwards compatibility will only work by developers patching their games. By the way, it does sound like that's the case. Uh, what is the best game that you would not expect to be patched? That's quite a question, man. I, I wish I was prepared for this. Best game that I would not expect to get patched. The Solus Project. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not on the store anymore, right? I was watching Wes uh, of Virtual Strangers play that last night. I saw that, too. Yeah, he was like, playing, it was like 4 God, or 5 o'clock in the morning. I was like, Wait, Wes, go to fucking bed, dude. Um, but I don't I, know when that dude sleeps. Yeah. 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 Um, but, it, but it was fun because uh, it was his first time going through it. Uh, and... It was just, it brought back a lot of memories. I was like, wow, this game is so much better than I remember it being. Um, best game to, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little. I mean, I just said the first thing I could think of because it could take me all day thinking about it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, there's just, there are so many games. And, and, I'm, and, and obviously, you know, there are games like Predator Vendetta Rising that like the dev studios just don't exist anymore. Um, and so I think those are kind of like stuck on PSVR 1. Uh, Russia is, Blood is a good one. Skyrim is a good one. 
Drive yeah. Club VR. These are all cats got you covered, man. <laughs> yeah, Sky. I mean, well, the thing is, is like we ha- we didn't get a um, a PS5 patch for Russia Blood. I would think that that game exists. Sony knows it's it's a quality title. They they would get Supermassive to to kind of go in and and, and rework that for PSVR too. Hey, better man. Battle. Yeah. yeah um, okay. But anyway, uh, so I don't know. I'll, I'm sure. I'm sure at some point in the middle of the show, I'm going to be like, oh, that game. Okay. So. Let's move on, AJ. We got some other stuff to talk about. All right, moving on with another holiday update. Sin Studio has teased their next Swordsman uh, holiday update, which is supposed to be coming in the next few weeks. Obviously, I mean it would have to. Um, but they they say the power is in your hands. The next Swordsman update will have magical snowballs that you can conjure and. Uh, Toss at enemies and do magic damage. So Swordsman now has sorcery. I'm kind of done, man. <laughs> like We get it, Alec. We get it. You're never going to stop updating your game. And, never and, stop. And, and every single week, there's some other new update. And I'm always like, that's great. I'm so happy that he keeps adding shit. But like, when is it going to stop? I, and I know, I know there are people out there who are like thrilled about this and can't wait to get into it. And, you know, and I love Swordsman and I think that the, it's great. I wish every single studio would would support their game as much as Sin Studio has supported this. He can't stop until he puts in the, the weapon that I requested he puts into the game. Would you but request? I still wouldn't want him to stop anyways. I'm not going to tell you. So what if he does it and it's a surprise? <laughs> what, a, what a weird tease! <laughs> no, it's, um, this this is great. It's cool. I mean, I love the hell update too. And you know, I mean, look, good. Swordsman has a ton of updates planned, Brian. A ton of big ones. So, uh, I think I, I know you're just kidding when you say that. But yeah, when you stop and think about it, uh, a little bit of what we know and a little bit of what we think we know. Uh, yeah, there's there's some big big updates uh, that might expand the audience of Swordsman even more. <laughs> Chairface Chair in the chat says, "For the love of God, when's it gonna stop?" <laughs> um, yeah, no, again, I, I am kidding. Obviously, you know, it doesn't. It, what, what I the thing is, is I don't play every single update for every single game anymore. There's just too much to do. There's, there's too many games that are constantly being updated every single week. And uh, so, what's nice about Swordsman is that there's usually three or four updates by the time I get back to playing it. And then in all of these things, suddenly I'm like, this game feels better. This game, you know, oh, this, here's yeah. a new ability. Here's a new modifier. Here's, you know, and so it's not just like these little things here and there. It, for me, it's like I go in and like, oh, there's a whole new chunk of game that I need to check out and experience. And I think this in particular, being able to just like summon things into your hand, I think this is sort of like playing with some some very interesting ideas. Um, kind of suddenly incorporating magic into their game yeah. uh, in a way where like, what else could you summon in swordsman? It starts, it starts making your, the gears in your brain start turning and go, what, you know, this is fun for a cute little holiday update, but, but what could this signify for the next update or the update after that? Like what else could you conjure up? Um, and I, and I really like the idea of this, like doing something different than just melee weapons. I know there were daggers and stuff before, but come on, snowballs, you can conjure them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Look forward to this one. All right. So moving on. Um, Minecraft also got an update. This is the episode of major updates to games. Um, this was one that Bell Ramyo had been uh, telling us all about. We have a couple resident Minecraft cool. enthusiasts. <laughs> resident <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Three. Um we have a couple resident Minecraft enthusiasts that, you know, we have a thread in our in our Discord, and, and uh, luckily they keep us up to date because I don't think you and I play it a bunch. Uh, it's never really been my thing, but I wanted to test it out because it sounded like this was a really big deal, and essentially it has added, you know, we don't have to go way into it because I don't think there's a whole lot to discuss here, but Minecraft has added huge canyons and mountains as well as huge, deep, large caves um so there's these enormous cave systems and these really tall mountains um and you know uh i I explored some i I actually played it for about three hours yesterday and did some exploring okay and uh yeah and it was it was a nice little upgrade and 
and there's there's also like a creative mode that you can enable and fly around and and yeah it, there was some nice variety when with those little blocks are simple up close but what you can do with them from a distance with like millions of them is create some large for like uh formations and land masses that that look pretty cool from a distance yeah i mean the the interesting thing about this for me is in in it's again uh, as somebody who hasn't spent nearly as much time in Minecraft as he would like, uh, for for me, it's it's cool that like they just sort of what what seems to be the same game on the surface. You know, you, you can you can really dig down deeper, dig through the bedrock now, and now there's just like cave systems that have just been procedurally generated and added to the world. I think that's I think that's really cool. And for people who've been playing this game for like a decade. Uh, like like my nephew has, um, you know, th- th- this is the kind of stuff that really really excites them. I think for people like me who like are still barely scratching the surface, I'm like, I don't know, I would have known this was a thing if you didn't tell me, because I was like, oh, I just didn't know you could dig this far. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, it is this is great, and I and I think hardcore Minecraft people like Bell Ramio are absolutely going to love this shit. Um, yeah, man. But for me, and this is this is a game, you know, unlike. Unlike a lot of the other games uh, that I've like, sort of been like, okay, I played it and I'm done. Minecraft is a game that I've played and been like, I can't wait to get back to this and really, really spend some quality time with it. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that all this exists, obviously. Me too. And Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Song in the Smoke, the only 10 out of 10 from 2021 from PSVR Without Parole. Uh, just got... A savage update uh, where they have added new difficulty modes. Now, some people complain about the game being too hard. Some people complain about the game being too easy. Now, it is up to you to decide which one you want to play with because they have a gentle, normal, and savage difficulty. And and uh, the cool thing about this is this also comes after an update that they recently did where you can turn off the blue grid. Yeah. You can you can turn on immersion mode where it gets rid of like all the bars and pop ups and menus things and just be totally immersed. I freaking love this game, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. I went in to just check out the update and I think I played for like two hours last night and I you can switch the difficulty on the fly, so yeah. you can change it whenever you want. And uh, in a nutshell, the like the the place is colder, like it gets colder. Um, the the enemies are they have a lot more health, and um, your stuff breaks more often. And it's like I was like going through all my resources really really fast. Um, which I wasn't, which usually I would have an abundance of and wouldn't need to. And, and I loved it. I loved it. I was literally surviving. I mean, I was fighting a, a velociraptor thing and uh, a, a hyena thing in, in a cave and I couldn't see and it was dark and the, and the night monster demon was coming towards me. And I got out of the situation after like a 10 minute battle, I got out of the situation just like, I was bleeding and uh, and I was like low on health and it was making that free, 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 like yeah. noise. <laughs> and like it was so intense and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, uh, I, I jumped in for a little bit today. I uh, wish I could have spent three hours with it, uh, but I started my day a little bit late and I just loaded my save game. I was like, I don't even know where the save game will take me. I don't know what, you know, what, what I was doing the last time I was here. So I ended up, you know, somewhere in the middle of a level, uh, building in the middle of building a campfire. Uh, and I was just like, what, what, what was I doing? And I tried to walk, uh, and I, oh, I switched the difficulty over to Savage and I tried to walk and I was walking real slow. And I was like, why am I walking so slow? Did they turn the walk speed down for Savage? And as it turns out, they didn't. Uh, it just, the, some of your blights, some of the, uh, some of the, uh, you know, the issues you run into, if you're too tired, if you're exhausted, then now it affects your ability to run around the game world, uh, which is really, really interesting because I was like, oh, am I over encumbered? Like, that's what it felt like. I was like, I was walking at maybe half speed. And, uh, and so mm-hmm. I thought that, I thought that was really cool. So I was, you know, suddenly I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, well, obviously we need to sleep, uh, or crush up nerve or something to get rid of this, uh, this, this, this tiredness, but so I was like, let's build a campfire. Cause I know that some people were complaining about the campfires, like going out way too fast. And I was like, well, let's turn the difficulty all the way up and let me build the fire the way I make fires. You know, I put, I, I put a few of the, uh, the, 
bush things, whatever they're called, the, the wood shavings, right? I put I put like yeah. two or three of those in. I put like four or five small sticks in. I put maybe three or four medium sticks. And then I, I went out and I grabbed um, like some extra large sticks, broke them, broke them up, and threw, I think, three large logs in the fire. Hit some stones together and uh, and started the fire up, went to sleep. And I, and I will tell you that that formula was perfect. Like it, I made it through the entire night. Uh, and the fire went out just as the sun was rising and just as my character was waking up. And so uh, so I feel like the, the, the balance on on the campfires is absolutely perfect on the hardest difficulty. Because yep. um, you, you, you can't just be like, I'm going to throw a couple sticks in there and it's going to last all night. Uh, but, that, but that formula for that campfire used to last like almost the whole next day. And so this is actually pretty cool that it is more difficult, but that <clears throat> you, you certainly don't need to have, you know, five of everything. Uh, in order to have a campfire that lasts you all night, it's it's it really felt perfect to me. Yeah, the the balance here was that I was blowing through my resources really fast, but then there was also all I had to do was just venture out a little bit, and I could replenish all those resources. So it one you know um who is it? Uh, the Mad Gamer yeah. donates five dollars. Thank you so much, Mad would, Gamer. I mean, so just 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 before you even read it out, I just want to say that you know we we give. Hashtag GameCat name changes. Uh, shout out to every single Friday. And I think the Mad GameCat would really... The Mad Cat Gamer. The Mad Cat Gamer. I like that. That'd be, that'd it be could good. be GameCat adjacent, you know. Yeah, so just, just keep that in mind. Go ahead. I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> uh, but he says, so what's to stop me from playing easy to get all my gear up and then play on hard? Nothing. And that's just it. Yeah. You have the full customization of what you want to do. Um if you start this game on hard without be, without having played it before, I, it's going to destroy you. So I don't think I wouldn't recommend that anyways. What the hard mode is good for once you get halfway through the game, you understand all the systems, you understand how the game works, and then um, you know it, it's a big game. It's what like twenty fifteen hours really um, to beat. Yeah, so, it took me like yeah, it took me like twenty five, close to thirty hours to beat because I mean I really took my time, I'm, but. Yeah, I have over 60 hours in the game total because I just love the game loop so much. Um, similar to like Saints and Sinners, like I used to love just exploring. Um, and this this actually has bigger areas to explore than Saints and Sinners. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's perfect for that. So yeah, once you get about halfway through or later towards the end of the game, um, it is super fun. And, and yeah, it definitely... As somebody who's got the platinum in the game, I usually stop there. And this was something that I was like, yes, now I just get to go out and live an intense survival adventure, um, just running through and just, just trying to survive for longer and longer. And it's a lot more difficult. And, and it's fun. It's super cool. Yeah. And just on, on the same topic uh, that the Mad Gamer brought up, um, honestly, yeah, I mean, we live in this weird time where people are mad that games are too hard. Right. Like, oh, I bought Returnal and I can't beat it. I'm pissed off that I can't switch it to easy. You know, and, you know, I, I won't we won't get into that discussion now, you know, but but here's a game that like a lot of people are like, it's too fucking hard, man. And, and they said, OK, well, here you go. You know, like if, if, if that's if you if you just want to play through and you don't want to struggle too much, then you have the nice gentle mode now. Uh, and if you're like me and AJ, who, who you know, beat the fuck out of this game on normal, like I'm excited to go back and start from scratch uh, you know, there was. I, I think I've been saying leading up to this that I was really hoping it would be a new game plus option where I could start with all my stuff. But there's once I got into it today, I was like, I, I kind of just want to get rid of all the stuff that I have and start fresh and see if I can survive this new brutal difficulty level. And so for me, it's a whole nother new play, playthrough without the new yeah, game plus that I thought I wanted is actually what's what makes another playthrough uh, appealing to me. I'm like, can I now that I know what I know? can I get through this on the hardest difficulty? And I'm excited to see if I can. It's funny that you say that. Yeah. Cause I, I love the idea that you can just change it uh, like that. And, you know, they probably had to go that route because otherwise you'd have to, um, you know, you, if you had a save file and you already had played the game, some, it would suck to have to start over. So at least having the option is nice, you know, yeah. options, options, options. Darth Vader with a $5 tip uh, in the chat says, Brian's starting to look like Santa with that beard just in time for the holidays. Listen, come over here and sit on my lap and tell me what you want for Christmas, Vader. <laughs> we'll make it happen. That was weird. Uh, let's move on, AJ. I feel like we've got more stories to talk about. 
All right, we've got the headline of the evening, which is Dreams. Um, Dreams just got an update yesterday that um, they, they've they made a move. This is the weird thing. is So that they've released this Ancient Dangers, A Bat's Tale, mm-hmm. uh, which is a new dungeon crawler game in Dreams. And that's what they uh, advertise it as. It's, it's uh, by Media Molecule. Um, and that's cool and all. However, there's there's something about it, though. It doesn't support VR. So that was a little bit disappointing until I found out later that this wasn't the only part of the update. And I'm surprised they didn't advertise this more. Um, but they have reshaped the dream shaping, which is the creation tools and creation format uh, with lots of new features that makes it a lot easier to to create something. So for everyone that was bummed about this not being in VR, well, let me tell you, this entire ancient dangers game uh, is actually can be re- is remixable, and they are providing they are doing something that I said that they need to be doing from the beginning for Dreams, which is produce awesome games made in Dreams and then make them remixable to the public. That way people have stuff to play and then they can make their own version of it later if they want to as well. But, you know, this dreams from the beginning relied on community created content, which is fine, but I think that's why it the the a lot of the chunk of the player base dropped off in the process. So, um this is the start of a new direction for them in trying to encourage people to start creating dreams and man i can't wait to tell you more about what this this features the dream shaping reshaped uh includes tell me more tell me more like did he have a car (laughs) um well so these templates are pretty cool man like i'm sure you've got a lot more information to uh to drop on us uh, as somebody who's pretty proficient in dreams at this point um but me as somebody who's not i have been really wanting to get in there and make their own game uh to be able to go in there and really see that these templates and see just how i mean perfectly these templates are suited for you know just giving you the foundation to build up whatever you want to build was great um there was the the one that's being shown right now is the dungeon crawler and it almost feels like a twin stick shooter in a little in a little ways you're using your right analog stick using your left analog stick to move the character around and the right analog stick to aim your crossbow uh and then firing with r2 i believe uh you you got a sword you can swing you're picking up treasure you've got uh keys to find uh in order to open locked doors i mean these are all the these are all the fundamentals right of of dungeon crawlers and so right this is this is what you're showing right here is the dungeon crawler template not the actual dungeon crawler game that they made no no no, absolutely not this is and, and i'll tell you that this template they made as simple as it is was really fun i was like i yeah. this this is great I, I want i want to see what people will do with this and especially in vr uh and i'm assuming now this this is maybe going into territory that you're going to address in a minute anyway but this is obviously a third person uh top down almost isometric view uh how easy and, is it in dreams to change the perspective of this dungeon crawler to like a first person so typically that's that's the thing here um if you're an experienced uh you know dreams creator there is a way to do it but um for something it, it kind of depends dream by dream typically it's not that difficult to just go like you open up the puppet which is what usually the player controlled uh character is called is the puppet typically it's pretty easy to open them up and change the camera. Do you remember when you when I was streaming in the Discord, uh, I was messing around with Twisted Metal Cars, mm-hmm. and and I took there was a third person uh, camera view of Yellow Jacket in Twisted Metal, and I just all I did was just go into it and move the camera inside the car, and then like I just cut open the uh, front windshield, and then I suddenly had a first person Twisted Metal car that was functional. So. It, it differs. The thing about here is that Media Molecule has made some really advanced stuff uh, with a lot of camera work and a lot of camera angles. So these might be a little bit more complex. That being said, 
there's still a lot of the tools and creation kit stuff. It's not just the game that you can remix. You can actually take the individual set pieces and, and things like that and then build your own level out of it with your own VR puppet. Um, and that is the one drawback here is the stuff that they have done. I don't think I don't think Media Molecules VR team is still around. I think they're I think they've disbanded. I know at least a couple have. Um, and and they left saying that they wanted to continue pursuing working in VR. And, and so this team, thank God they did what they did because I think what they've done, the, the, even just a little bit that they did at launch, um, was a huge, huge deal. Um, but I can't help but think that we're going to maybe see them get a new team, uh, once, um, you know, the next generation headset arrives and boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, once they start making templates for that, uh, oh man, it is, it is like game over, but, but this is workable. This is very, very doable. What's there right now. Yeah. I think, you know, like just, just like every other VR dev in the world, like they're, they're, they're focusing on what's, uh, you know, what's big and, and what's selling and what's important. And I think that if you're a first party studio like Media Molecule and you are in the know about PSVR two, like other first party studios would be, uh, then that is where your focus will be PSVR two. And, and how is that going to how is that going to impact dreams and how, how is dreams going to impact PSVR two? Uh, so that is absolutely where I see the next big VR implementation coming from. Um, but dude, I mean, so, I mean, we've really only talked about the, the, the dungeon crawler template. Uh, you can see right here that um, there's a, a pretty, pretty slick, uh, third person platformer, uh, template going on here with bouncy springs and collectibles, uh, coins, uh, you know, all the, all the, the normal traps you'd expect to see in a third person platformer. And it feels pretty good. You know, like obviously you can, you can alter these physics if it doesn't feel floaty enough, or if you want it to be floatier, you know, it's all under your control in, in dreams, but to give, to be able to start off with this and say, look, it just works. And now, now you design your own character and animate your own character. You create your own background, you create your own whatever, but like the fundamentals are the hard part, the logic in dreams uh, from everything I know about dreams, which is very little, but I do talk to a lot of creators and you, uh, is that the logic is the hardest part. And so unless you're taking logic from another creator, if you're going in from scratch, it's fucking difficult. It's just to make something like this work properly. And they say, here, it just works properly from the get-go. Now you go do your creative thing and don't worry about the crazy shit behind the scenes. Yeah, they that is one. I, so I messed around with the mini golf uh, kit today. Mm. And what they have is they have these it's – it's kind of like a tutorial, but you play it at the same time. Um, <clears throat> like you play around a mini golf, but then like uh, a space will be missing and the ball will fall down and it'll say, Oh, this piece is missing. Let's make sure we add a piece right here so that you can, you know, get to the hole at the end of the level. And, and it kind of walks you through step by step and does that. Um, right now, <clears throat> excuse me. They have the ancient dangers, a bat's tail, a 2d shoot 'em up, 2d platformer, dungeon crawler, mini golf, and dreamiverse dash. And those are the six full templates that they are launching this with. But that's not even the, the like, you know, those are, those are excellent. I want, I want a media molecule to continue making, um, these awesome dreams and then making them remixable. Um, you're, you're about to but say I'm, something bigger than this. You're about to be like, but I'm more excited about this. But before you say that, what's, what's I, the, the one template I didn't play was the dash one. What is, what is dash all about? Dreamiverse dash is, is just a, <clears throat> it's just a third person racing platformer thing. Oh. It's the original template that they had, uh, for the, um, it's, it's the original template they had for dreams. So, it's it's all right. It's it's very very simple. It's very basic. Okay. Um, but it was they they basically took all of their popular games uh, that people liked and they probably checked the numbers and then just added them here um, so that you could work with them. Yeah. But the thing that I was going to say, Brian, is that um, they also as they've they've revamped the UI for this, mm -hmm. so it's a lot a little bit easier to navigate and things. Um, however, they've added not only the media molecule collection kits, uh, or kits, they are adding user created kits as well. And I've been seeing people, <clears throat> I've been seeing people, a couple friends, like, 
like jo- Jovanicon, um, who's been making like a Boneworks physics style full body VR, uh, like full body IK thing uh, puppet that you can use, and and it is really really good. Um, we've seen some previous uh, creators like Goffreyman. Um, who made some really like impressive things? He's like I've one of seen my him. He's, he's amazing. I've, I've been seeing him uh, posting on Twitter his updates to like he's been doing all these templates, and I've been wondering what all these templates are coming from. And I guess they've, and I'm hoping that these are in preparation for this, and that they get added to this collection. So, so it's going to make it a lot easier if. If uh, so, take the mini golf for example. If somebody has a mini golf VR puppet that uses the Moot controllers, as soon as somebody makes that and just get and like you know has like the basics down, then you just get to do the fun part of just building the golf course however you want. You could build a a, a scary golf course, a jungle golf course, a, you know different themed golf courses and stuff. So that's actually what I was working on earlier. Was I was tinkering with. Um, you know, can I make a golf course with the moves and and uh, yeah, I'm I'm still learning though. Um, I haven't made anything yet, but Why I was going to talk with... about mini golf. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So it's just really, really cool. I think it's a huge step forward in the right direction um, for for making the goal here, as they've said, is to make the creation tools more accessible to people. Um, and as VR players, since Dreams is VR enabled. We're going to benefit from it greatly. Yeah. Oh man. So, like you could you could look at YouTube and go, oh, YouTube is the greatest you know streaming platform in the world, right? But but if you only if you're only seeing like one thing you want to watch on YouTube every week, then it's then it's not right. And, and so I totally get it. People who are out there and they they're not interested in creating things. They just want to play what other people have made. Then I can see the frustration in dreams. Uh, you know, at certain points it dipped to a point where it was like, there's nothing new. And there wasn't anything new for a month or two. And now it's like, here we go again. It's like people have been working on their projects for such a long time. We're starting to see the bigger ones. Uh, you've you've been really good about showcasing games like what Digital Chaos RPG and Jungle Bill 2. Uh, and uh, what's the... Amazing. What's the one I keep calling? I keep calling Submerged, but it's not called Submerged. Pressure. <laughs> Pressure. That's what it's called. Like, yeah. So you, you've been really good at finding these. Man, these are these are incredible, incredible games. But getting these tools into people into people's hands who just don't have the time to figure out every single last bit of dreams is uh, is going to be one of the things that really propels dreams forward in the future. And that, and that that that's not just for PSVR one; it's for PSVR two. And they they said they have a ten year plan with dreams, and this these are the kind of things they need to focus on if they want. Yeah this to last for 10 years because it, it kind of stumbled out of the gate a little bit. It didn't have the adoption that we really thought it should. Um, Cause we were like, Oh, you could fucking make games on PlayStation four. That's amazing. Wait a minute. You can make dreams and you can make dreams in VR. That's amazing. And everyone's like, yeah, whatever. It's like, what? <laughs> how, how can well, you not care a, about that? It's amazing. It is a lot of work. And, and that's the thing. That's what I was saying is there's, there was no, you know, it came with something called arts dream, but that was like, you know, that wasn't, that didn't really warrant a purchase of dreams to play art's dream. That was just kind of a quick showcase of, of something by media molecule. And, and, uh, you know, there, but there, now there are full length content. Um, and that includes VR as well. I mean, some of the games and showcases and set pieces and stuff people are making are like absolutely mind blowing. I've spent hundreds of hours playing dreams, um, even just a couple dreams by themselves. I've spent like tens of hours um, in, and um, yeah, the, this is a big step in the right direction. Like I said, because when that was a product of them launching and saying, okay, we give in the community all the tools they need and just kind of go figure it out. And so it's taken some time, but it's actually getting there. And now they're helping that process as well. Yeah. Dreams, Dreams is evolving. We're, we're seeing it evolve. They're figuring out what they need to do. Uh, creators are figuring out how to do things more efficiently. And uh, man, it's, it's really fun to kind of like watch watch this thing progress. Um, I saw uh, Twitcher, the single player game cat, in the chat says, Made in Dreams podcast with Jeremy again, please. Uh, dude, get on Jeremy about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready and willing as soon as he's ready and willing. Uh, but Jeremy's a busy motherfucker. We also got Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR. We're in the chat with the $5 tip says, Heard you tried to give someone my name. LOL. I am the Mad 
Game Cat. Pardon me, Tornado. I am the Mad Game Cat Gamer. Witness! Love you guys. The Mad Gamer <laughs> is my son. I wonder if he means that metaphorically or mad. Or... <laughs> what up, Mad Max? What up, dude? Uh, also, we have the fastest Scotsman alive with the nine quid in the chat. It says, the people have spoken. We want AJ to wear a Santa hat for the holiday season. Hashtag SlayJ. I obey the people's demands. Slay it will J. happen. Slay J. <laughs> nice. I like it. Slay J. And with that, it is time. We move on, Slay J, to the best part of every single show, which is PSVR 20 questions. We put six minutes up on the clock. You, ignore those sirens. Please, those are on my end. I heard the, I heard the sirens this time. Yeah, usually if I'm talking, it overrides the, uh, the Discord uh, noise cancellation. Uh, six minutes up on the clock. AJ, uh, you're thinking of a game that means I have... 20 questions in six minutes, yes or no questions, along with the chat. Please, chat. you got to help me out big time here because I would almost always fail this without you. Um, have- this one shouldn't be that hard. We need a win here. We need a win, Brian. I'm rooting for you. I'm not going to give it away, but I, but it shouldn't be that hard. Astrobot. Sweet. Got it. First try. <laughs> All right, here we go. Guys, please, please, please help me out in the chat. I'm going to put the six-minute timer up from Timertopia. Make sure you check out Timertopia. They have cool timers on YouTube. That's not a paid promotion. They're just really nice and let me use the timer. Go. Uh, does it have move support? It does not have move support. Oh, that's a good question right there. Does it have aim support? It does not have aim support. All right, so we're thinking DualShock 4 only, unless it's just an experience. Um, okay, DualShock 4 only. <sighs> Is it more of an experience than a game? No, it's a game. Okay. Game. I don't think I had to write that down. Is a puzzle game, or does it have a lot of puzzles in it? No, it's not a puzzle game. All right. We tried, Ian. We tried. Not puzzles. Does it have full locomotion? Uh, It does have full locomotion. Okay. Taking lots of notes here. Taking lots of notes. We're going to need this. Uh, serial Killer, good question. Uh, actually, there's not a lot of sequels on PSVR, so I'm going to take that to the IP. Is it is it based on a popular or unpopular IP? Uh, it is. I think it is based on a, uh, yeah, it is, it is based on a kind of popular IP. I wouldn't say really popular IP, but it, it is based on... Uh, it is a known IP, I believe. Yes, it is definitely a known IP. Okay, that's interesting. That's really interesting. That that really really limits uh, what we're talking about here. Um, <clears throat> uh, does this have a flat screen version? Uh, this game specifically does not have a flat screen version. Okay, so that means it's probably it's probably in a series of games that do have flat screen One, two, games three, in the series. Four, five. Six, seven, eight. You're on question nine. Okay. <laughs> Brax Bros. Tarzan VR again. That's crazy. It was like the first thing I thought of, honestly. Um, <laughs> all right, so guys, think of think of think of games that are based on an IP. That probably is it. Psychonauts doesn't have full uh, doesn't have full locomotion, so it's not that. Think of I think of IPs. That have flat screen games in their series. Ooh. I wouldn't get hung up on that. I would just keep going. I would okay. get back to the basics of. Is it of, is it third person? Is not third person. There goes Gunroof. Okay, has it ever been in our top twenty-five or top ten list? Been one of the well regarded. It has been on the top twenty-five before. Okay, and this is question. That was question number ten. Sorry, not the last one. It okay. has been on the top twenty-five. Top 25. Okay, guys. Not Trover. Uh, not Cyber Pilot. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Think here real quick. Dual Shock. Come on, man. <laughs> I believe in you. Um, did we talk about this game during today's show? I stopped myself from mentioning it because I didn't want to give any hints. I almost said it. So we didn't talk but about no. it during today's show. Okay, didn't well, that, 
there goes uh, there goes the persistence. There goes Minecraft. There goes Hitman. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I like the vehicles question. A few people are asking about vehicles. Um, Trover's third person, guys. Can't be Trover. Uh, is are there? Do you control any vehicles at all in this game? You do control vehicles in this game. Okay, guys. Vehicles. Okay, let's go through what we have here. DualShock Four only, as far as we know. Not really a puzzle game. It's got full locomotion. It's based on some kind of popular IP that may have had flat screen games. We're not totally sure. Uh, it's first person. It's been in our top twenty-five list before. There's uh, you control vehicles in it. Um, does this game have? Does this game work on PlayStation Five properly? This game does not work properly on PlayStation Five. Okay, I think uh, I think Braxbury has got this down. Then um, <clears throat> is this a it was a co-op game? Can you play this game co-op? You can play this game co-op. Okay. Is this based on an old uh, vector-based arcade game? Yes. The 80s? Yes, it is. Which is why I said it was kind of a popular IP. Yeah. Is <laughs> Pretty this, popular. <laughs> is this Rebellion's Battlezone? This is Rebellion's Battlezone. We finally got a win, you guys. It's a Christmas miracle. Hallelujah. The Funkadelic Game Cat was the first one that I saw. Nice. I'm glad you keep the track. But I saw tons of people saying it. Uh, I saw Brax. I saw a bunch of people. So nice, guys. Good job. Mm, Feels good. Feels good, man. Definitely needed a win. Uh, yeah, it does feel good, um, and, and also also great game. And hopefully, uh, hopefully this will have a PSVR two patch. Um, I played it last night. Yeah, and it, like it was like semi functional, <laughs> like it wasn't broken. Yeah, like it it's messed up. It, it it's definitely messed up. But I played it last night, and I was like, God, like why does I really wish this game worked? Because man, did we have some good times playing this game. Um, I really wish it was. Uh, I really wish they, they got it to work, and or I hope it gets remastered or something, because it is a, such a good game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great launch game. Uh, and they, they actually they actually added quite a bit to this game uh, over time, so that was really cool. Does uh, <laughs> the game cat Drive Club. Obviously, that, that was the one. I'm, I remember, like, last year, or no, not last year. Uh, yeah, earlier in 2020, I remember jumping in and going into multiplayer and like four people joined me and I was like, or three people joined me and <laughs> nice. I was like, what the hell? That's great. And, and there was like people that had been playing it since launch, uh, that were like still jumping in multiplayer all the time. It was crazy. Crazy. All right, you guys, well, listen, don't forget, don't forget to come right back here, uh, tomorrow. I mean, morning for most of you, it's going to be noontime Eastern where we're going to co-stream the, uh, the upload VR showcase. Again, expect a lot of quest games, uh, but we'll be patiently like reading between the lines. We'll be guessing what games could potentially be PSVR two games, and of course, you know, there's going to be a few PSVR one announcements as well. So that's really exciting. Uh, we'll start the show just a little bit early uh, over here, so we can get some predictions out of the way and make sure you all have a chance to get into the chat uh, before the actual show starts. So make sure you come back tomorrow for that thank you everybody who makes this channel work uh aj obviously first and foremost subscribe to him over at psvr underground make sure uh you give a shout out to uh, if you ever see sci-fi game cat henry hanging around make sure you give him a shout out all the mods countless mods they're so count there's count i can't even i have no idea how many there are there's countless right all of them that keep this channel running smoothly and over on our discord make sure you join our discord that link is in the description below guys let's get out of here uh thank you Everybody who donated during the show, thank you everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash without parole games. Uh, thank you everybody who participated in the chat today, and thank you everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, the numbers don't lie, and we love you so very much. Can we uh, ask Alberto Mapam, El Game Gato, whether we can cue the cat? I think you're the cat, Brian, because I want to say see you f- tomorrow, actually, to Bob Zarkoff, the underground game cat elite name squad in the house. Uh, Justin Cassidy, Stevie Dan, the solo game cat. Bye. Cerebral Frost to the top rules. And, sh- and let me see some more sugar gliders. Go to the Discord and see uh, so Dan's sugar <laughs> gliders. They're amazing. Nihilus Brian, the game feline. Consistent perfection is what he says. Uh, Gabriel 004, the license to be out, Game Cat. You have a good one, sir. Mark Pringles Leaf, what is up, homie? AP, hello, Metacat. 
uh, David the Game Cat runs. Peace out, homie. Keep up the speed runs. And Devil One Ninja Cat in the house. Uh, guys, I'd fist bump to you. Old Darth says, smash the like button, Tarzan. Smash the like button, Tarzan. <laughs> it's not the funny anymore. It was never cat. funny to begin with. Stop it. How do you think I feel? I know. Tom Flesh Eater Gaming, much love to you as well. Uh, Hails Adolescent. Uh, let's see, Lethal Weasel Laters, dude. Alberto, my palm, the game gato. I feel like I haven't said that in forever. It's good, man. It's good for liberating. He was behind you. Secrets. He was, his stream was lagging, so he wasn't there to cue the cat on time. <laughs> Secrets of cheers to you, my friend. Time to play with Game Cats. Uh, great stream. Time to play Final Assault. Final Assault is awesome. RTS games are great, and if you like that, uh, all this dreams talk. Go play Planetary Defense Commander as well in dreams. Darth Vader, the Game Cat, Ian Stanbridge, Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR, the fastest Scotsman alive, the Fenner PSVR, Jazzy J the Tarot Mage Game Cat, Joe Kelly, uh, guys, VR reality, VR realities, the Game Cat. That's a new one. Launch year is near. He says, "I like your style," yeah. and I. Blue Jew, the underground game cat, elite name squad, also in the house. Twitch of the single player game cat. Guys, Dan Kiefer, you guys have a wonderful day. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, this thumbnail. I can't get enough of it. It's too fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I really wish we used this for the real thumbnail. <laughs>